Hey, Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News. Thursday, February 3rd, 2022. Stand up for your country. Okay, so it's a hard news day today, and I'm going to be very precise. I may talk a little slower because we have very important things to tell you, and I don't want any confusion. All right, so we're going to begin with the talking points memo, violence in America. As you may know, President Biden came to New York City because in this city there is a violent crime upsurge and police officers are getting gunned down and it's horrible. Now, for 17 years under Giuliani and Bloomberg as mayor, uh, crime, violent crime was pretty much under control in this city of 8 million plus. But then the communist Bill Blasio took over two terms, if you can believe he was reelected, And the legislature in Albany, the state legislature in New York, went far, far left. The combination of the two attacked the police. De Blasio cut $1 billion from the police budget in New York City. $1 billion. So that let criminals commit crimes with impunity. And then the state legislature passed a law that said, for most crimes, there's no bail. No matter what your history, you could be a repeat offender, you could be out uh, and have a warrant against you, you could resist arrest and punch a police officer, spit at that person. Doesn't matter, we're not holding you. So a five-year-old could figure this out. When you have lax law enforcement, when you take money away from the police agency, when you won't enforce the law, then violent crime goes up. And this is happening everywhere. 66 major cities run by progressive mayors are in the same situation. Enter Joe Biden, who doesn't know anything. And I don't say that with any due respect because he's either incapable or too lazy to understand what's happening. So today, the White House issues a comprehensive strategy. Whenever you hear the word comprehensive, you know it's BS total bull. Let me just read you one paragraph. Historical levels of funding for cities and states to put more cops on the beat. This is what the White House says. We're going to have historical levels of funding that are going to be refunded after being defunded. Okay. And invest in community violence prevention and intervention programs. That means basketball at night, social workers, that kind of thing. Stepped up federal law enforcement efforts against illegal gun traffickers. Okay, not a word about gun criminals. Not a word. No increased penalties, nothing. And of course, gun criminals are the problem. Now, do I want increased penalty for gun traffickers? Yes, I do. And I'd like to see what that increased penalty is going to be. Why don't you make all gun trafficking a federal crime, President Biden? If it crossed state lines now, but you should make all of it. Anybody is selling illegal guns, federal crime. Why don't you do that? Because Mr. Biden is not going to do anything. He's not going to do anything. Okay? He'll talk about it. And this is what he said today. Go. Across the country, police departments report sharp increases in the number of ghost guns found at crime scenes. 
That's why today the Department is launching an, an intensified National Ghost Gun Enforcement Initiative to determine and deter criminals from using those weapons to cover their tracks. Gobbledygook. Do you know what a ghost gun is? I didn't even know because I'm not a gun aficionado. A ghost gun is where you can assemble a gun in your home. You can make a gun. Those are ghost guns because they're not sold anywhere. There's no serial number, anything like that. So apparently Biden's going to do something about ghost guns, but he's not. So why is he not? Because according to the AmericanGunFacts.org survey, there are now 400 million guns in the United States of America, 98% in private hands. As the crime rate goes up, so does the purchase of legal weapons because people are afraid. They want to defend themselves, and they are. So you have 400 million guns on the streets of America. You can't, no one could, Control that. If people want to put guns in the trunk of their car in Virginia and Tennessee and drive them on up to New York City, nobody's going to stop them because they're not going to know. So this is just a facade. It's a ruse. It's BS. In the meantime, thousands and thousands of people are dying. Okay? And a lot of those are police. So the stats are unbelievable. In January, let me get you the cop stats here. In January, um, police shot in New York City. All right, let me think of it. Am I talking about? No, I'm talking national here. Okay. In January, police shot nationwide. 30, up 67% from last year. 30 officers shot, 67%. That's from the National Fraternal Order of Police. So now it's open season on cops. And two were ambushed and murdered in New York City. That's why Biden had to come up here. Okay? So let's take a look at Heather McDonald's stats today in the Wall Street Journal. This is nationwide from the National Fraternal Order of Police. Okay? Ambush attacks on officers up 115% last year. 73 officers intentionally killed, all right? Four nationwide, four black civilians killed by police who are unarmed. More than 10,000 African-Americans murdered as opposed to four unarmed killed by police. But the cops had a problem. In New York City, just this week, eight murdered, eight people murdered, not cops, 15 shot. All right, so you can see what's happening. There's a violent trend in the USA, and Biden has got to deal with it because the, that's another um, nail in the proverbial Democratic coffin for the midterm. So Biden's got to run around. I'm going to try. I'm going to do it. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to. He's not going to do anything, just like the border. Not going to do anything. He can't do anything because the progressive DAs, districts attorneys, okay are refusing to enforce the law. So unless Biden prosecutes them on a federal level, nothing's going to change. Here an example of two loony DAs. Go. Basically, we don't have 
a crisis of lawlessness. We don't have a crisis of crime. We don't have a crisis of violence. And that is a category that includes gun violence. We are trying to dramatically change the system that has served no one, not the victims of crime, not those who are accused, and not the public. It's ridiculous. Okay? So, Krasner was in Philadelphia, the first guy, he was just reelected. And I'm on this team in cities like Chicago, Philadelphia, San Francisco, LA. If the voters are going to continue to put these people into office, I don't feel sorry for them. I don't want anybody to get hurt. I mean, Chicago is just the, the biggest example of racism in the world is to allow thousands of African-Americans to be gunned down year after year. And I mean, do anything about it. Biden going to do anything about it? No. He's not. Now, to be fair, I talked about this issue with Donald Trump extensively while he was president. And he did assign federal officers to Chicago, but it didn't do any good. Didn't do any good. Didn't do a whit of good because the only solution in Chicago is the National Guard. And Mr. Trump didn't deploy it because the state authorities would have you know, you can't do this. And it would have been a big constitutional thing. So he basically said, look, you want to keep electing these loons? That's what's going to happen to you. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA with more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers? I have their trees and plants at my home and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes? and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part, this spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get a extra 15% off by using promo code Bill at checkout. So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com. Use promo code Bill at checkout. Okay. So when Biden comes and he says all these things, I don't know how many people believe it. So I don't know. It's just gibberish across the board. All right, ghost guns and comprehensive this. And I guess everybody knows this BS. I guess, I hope. But think about these poor, innocent children and elderly people and my poor minorities who can't get out. And every day they live in danger. And the police, think about the police. They're being attacked. And this is all because of the progressive movement, 100%. How can anybody keep voting for these people? Okay, so that's that. If you got any questions, bill at billoreilly.com, bill at billoreilly.com. And I will answer these questions. I will answer your mail in detail if you want. But I don't think there's two sides to this story. So on the border, we, don't, we haven't done a lot of border reporting because it's the same. Everybody's in. 
been no, you know, improvement. It's getting worse. And there's another thing with Biden. Biden doesn't even bother with the border anymore. Just ignores it because he knows that the media is not going to report on it. The media has to report on violent crime. See, local news across the country, local news has to report on this. But on the border, nobody reporting on it. So Biden can ignore the border, doesn't even go there. But on crime, he's got to say something which is gibberish. Now, here's what I said this morning on the morning update, my radio syndication all across the country. Go. Here's something I never thought I'd see in America. The federal government sneaking illegal aliens onto planes in the middle of the night and flying mostly poor migrants to unsuspecting towns. The Biden administration is doing this. It is wrong on so many levels. It is against immigration law. It is an abuse of taxpayer dollars. It encourages more foreign nationals to break our laws. It is a sneaky, illegal policy that might even get President Biden impeached. If this coming November, voters put Republicans in the majority in Congress, don't be surprised if articles of impeachment are drawn up in the House against Mr. Biden, citing his refusal to enforce federal immigration law. Remember, he took an oath to uphold the laws of the United States. And now his administration, without the consent or knowledge of the citizens, are sneaking illegal aliens all over the place. If that's not a constitutional violation, nothing is. I don't think I have to embellish that. That's exactly what's happening. All right, in New York City, Sarah Palin in court. As you may know, she is suing the New York Times because the New York Times erroneously linked Palin's activities to the 2011 shooting attack in which Congresswoman Gabby Giffords was wounded in Tucson, Arizona. The offending paragraph in the New York Times said, quote, was this attack evidence of how vicious American politics have become? Probably. In 2011, when Jared Lee Loeffner opened fire in a supermarket parking lot, grievously wounding Representative Gabby Giffords and killing six people, including a nine-year-old girl, the link to political incitement was clear. Before the shooting, Sarah Palin's political action committee circulated a map of targeted electoral districts that put Ms. Giffords and 19 other Democrats under stylized crosshairs, unquote. It's not true. Okay. And the New York Times said, uh, how many days later was this? I don't know. Uh, two days later, two days later, that it wasn't true. All right. And subsequently apologized because they knew they were going to get sued. So now Palin's lawyers have to prove Two things, that it was false, that's easy, and that there was malice involved. And with all the terrible things the New York Times has said about Sarah Palin, they got a shot at it. Now, we don't know how much Palin's asking, um, but it's in millions. 
and we will follow that for you. All right, here's a karma story. Ready for it? Black Lives Matter in trouble. So the attorneys general in California and Washington state to uber liberal states have said that Black Lives Matter is delinquent in financial disclosures for the year 2020. Okay, and they are demanding those attorneys general that BLM pony up and tell them how much money they took in. If you can believe this, in 2019, the IRS reports that BLM filed a tax return showing no revenue. (laughs) Now we know they got about $90 million and we know the president of the organization had to quit because she bought million dollar homes with no discernible income. So in response to all this, the Black Lives Matter Global Foundation has stopped taking donations. They've shut down their online fundraising. They're in trouble. They are in trouble. Now, will California and Washington State prosecute them? Probably not. Federal government could. But under Merrick Garland, the attorney general, I think they will. But BLM knows it's in trouble. That's for sure. Okay. Gallup poll. And again, these polls, I give them to you because it's my job to give them to you. Don't take them to the bank, as the cliche goes. So they asked uh, some social questions. The first one, our system of government and how well does it work? Totally satisfied with the U.S. system of government, 30%. Dissatisfied, 71%. I'm dissatisfied. I bet you you are. I mean, when I see President Biden and what's happening there, when I see what's happening in my state, New York and Albany, I'm really dissatisfied. In Albany, they redrew congressional districts because it's all Democrats there. They have what they call a supermajority. They make it impossible for Republicans to win state seats and national seats. My district here on the North Shore of Long Island, totally different now. Goes all the way up almost to Connecticut because the state legislature redrew the boundaries so more liberals would be in every district. That corrupt? Yeah, that's corrupt. They get away with it. Who's going to stop them? They have a supermajority in the legislature and Hochul, the governor, will sign it. Nobody can stop them. So now New York is California. Republicans don't have a chance. Unbelievable. Second question from Gallup. How would you describe the moral and ethical climate in the USA? Satisfied 20 percent, dissatisfied 78 percent. Sign of the times. And here's an interesting question. The opportunity for a person to get ahead by working hard. Satisfied 60 percent. Dissatisfied 39. You can get ahead by working hard, which is why. 15 to 20 illegal aliens are here. They, most of them, 
work hard. You may not like undocumented folks coming in, and I don't either. They should come in a legal way. But they work hard, generally speaking. Again, you can get ahead in this country if you're honest and you work hard. So inflation is running so wild, I, I don't want to even depress you, okay? But you know how much you're paying for gas, how much you're paying for food. If your heating bills are coming in the middle of this winter, which is a pretty bad winter, okay, despite all the climate change, that you're paying, I don't know, 30% more than you were last year, something like that, for vitals. And here's the clincher. Starbucks raising their prices. Starbucks. And they were already astronomical. I never, and I have a Starbucks right down the street, but there's a Dunkin' Donut right across the street. Guess where I go? So Starbucks cites rising inflation, supply chain disruption, and increasing labor costs for the price increases. Okay? So they're going to sneak it up pretty substantially. A cappuccino costs $5.25 in New York City, and it's little. It's not like a giant cappuccino. Little. If you want a grande, you got to pay 10 Now, it's a personal choice for me. I'm not a big coffee guy anyway. I buy Newman coffee at home here. And maybe I'll have one cup a day of Newman. All right. The reason I buy Newman coffee, Paul Newman, the late actor, is because all the profits go to charity. And it's, it's good. It's all right. It's fine. Okay. And it cost me like 30 cents for one of those little things. $5.25 for a cappuccino at Starbucks. That's just, why don't you just set the money on fire? You know, give it to the poor people. Give it to charity. To rack up a $60, $70 a week coffee bill. What's the matter with you? Olympics. So they're on tonight. The opening ceremonies are tomorrow, but we got figure skating on tonight because NBC's got to make the money back, and I don't think they will. I think they're going to take a huge bath. Did you, have you talked to anybody who cares about the Olympics in China this year? Anybody? Nobody I know. I don't even think many people are going to watch it. I'm not. I mean, I got to read at night and stuff like that, but I don't, I don't think I'm going to watch any of it. Okay, the announcers are in Connecticut. The American announcers are in Connecticut because they don't want to go there because of COVID. And we told you yesterday is more than 100 athletes already have COVID. So uh, this story caught my attention, but then when my crack team researched it, we found out it was bogus. So apparently with the movement to boycott the opening ceremonies tomorrow night on NBC by some athletes. But when we researched, there's only two Western teams confirmed they will boycott. Okay? And I don't know what they are. <laughs> I don't know. Um, we know there's two, but we don't, we don't know if they're Uzbekistan. No, nah, that won't be it. But anyway... Um, it's all a bunch of the Uyghurs, you know, the Muslims in the western part of China, they get brutalized. You saw what happened in Hong Kong. I mean, the Chinese government, it's, like, it's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous country. I've been there. I may have to go back. I want to see the Yangtze River, all of that. I haven't seen that. Um, but, you know, 
I got to have a talk with LeBron James, you know, and, and these big athletes, they make tons of money over there. That's what it's all about for them. But is China a worthy country? No. But people go, well, you know, boycott, never shut up. You have to engage China. It's not good to get into a big conflict with that country. Everyone will lose. COVID. Okay. So it looks like Omicron is on the wane. This is according to the New York Times COVID tracker. Now, I don't take anything in the New York Times. I don't read the paper. But this tracker of COVID has been kind of accurate. So that's why I'm bringing it to you. So in the last two weeks, COVID cases are down 49% in the USA. It's good. Hospitalizations down 16%, but deaths are up 35% in the last two weeks. So if cases are down 49%, hospitalizations are down 16%, why are deaths up 35%? So CDC, that is the only place that has these kind of stats. They say more than 90% of those dying are unvaccinated. Do I believe that? I do, but I'm sourcing everything here. I know a lot of you don't believe it, but I, I think that's probably true. Okay, the army has issued, okay, 3,300 official reprimands between 3,000 and 3,300 for soldiers who will not get vaxxed. 97% of all army personnel are vaccinated. At least they've gotten one shot, 97%. But beginning immediately, those who will not get vaxxed, 3,300, are going to be Discharge for misconduct. So the Navy gave honorable discharges, but the Army's not. Isn't that interesting? Misconduct. Okay. Um, those who are eligible to retire may do so before July 1st. Army wants you to retire with your pension. That's, that's fair. Misconduct, I'm not sure that's fair. I like the way the Navy handled it. ISIS. Okay. So I am the best expert about ISIS in New York State. I was going to say the world, but no. Why? Because of this book that will be out on May 3rd, Killing the Killers, The Secret War Against Terrorists. Okay? Now, Martin Dugard and I got classified info. We may go to prison. It's okay. I want you to know what's happening. This war on terror is not over. It's not even close to being over, but nobody knows how it's being waged. Enter the Biden administration, okay, who took out yesterday a man named Abu Ibrahim al-Hashimi. He is the leader of ISIS. He took over after al-Baghdadi got whacked. And al-Baghdadi is a big part of killing the killers. We'll take you right inside how they got him. Anyway, al-Hashimi is toast. Here's President Biden. Last night's operation took a major terrorist leader off the battlefield, and it sent a strong message to terrorists around the world. We will come after you and find you. Once again today, 
We continue our unceasing effort to keep the American people safe and to strengthen the security of our allies and partners around the world. Okay, so good. And that action took place in northern Syria, U.S. Special Forces. And it's always U.S. Special Forces, by the way, because the U.S. government cannot trust any of the other of our partners. So it's always us. We do it. And again, put the uh, book cover up. I want you to try to pre-order Killing the Killers. This is the best reporting I have ever done in my entire career. You will be stunned and you will not be able to put this book down. Again, it's out May 3rd. You can get it on BillOReilly.com, on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, all of it. Um, It took us a long time to write this book, but it was worth it. Lie of the day. MediaBiasFactCheck.com. That's where we get this stuff. MediaBiasFactCheck, one word, dot com. And they are hammering Whoopi Goldberg for saying the Holocaust isn't about race. And they give her a pants on fire because obviously the Holocaust was about race. So I'm going to go over this one more time. Okay? And I'm not going to go over it again. Races of people throughout the earth evolved from tribes, all right? So when evolution was taking place and human beings first came into the world stage, right? They banded together in tribes. And then as the tribes expanded and the human capacity expanded, they formed races. So, African race, okay, Asia, Caucasian, these are races of people. And then you can break it down even further when nations started to form. And that was a long time, a long time for that, okay? But they they weren't nations at first, they had territories. So it was the Hebrew race, right? And the Hebrews escaped en masse from Egypt went over to what is now known as Palestine, and that was a race. And 99% of the race practiced Judaism. Not all. But there are Ethiopian Jews, and there are, you know, it's Judaism is religion. Okay, it's not a race. You choose to practice it. So, Hitler, in order to take power, had to convince the German people who were suffering during the Great Depression of the 1930s that they were a superior race, not a superior country so much. It was the master race, Aryans, blue eyes, okay, Caucasian, German. And there were sub-races that were persecuting the Germans. Victimization. We see that in contemporary politics. And the big sub-race that was after the Germans were the Jews. And then there were a whole bunch of others in there. Okay, And then Hitler sold that, that the Germans were the best, the fatherland, we're the superior race, and we got to eliminate the lesser races because they're hurting us, we Germans. That's how it happened. 
And then they started to exterminate Jews and others. So Killing the SS, the best book ever on all of this. You know, I hope you read it if you care. I told uh, you I would send it to Whoopi Goldberg, and I am going to do that. I don't know whether she'll take the time, but she should. It's an important subject. It is. All right, this day in history, February 3rd, 1959, Buddy Holly dies in a plane crash. You know the song American Pie, The Day the Music Died, right? Well, this is based on Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and the Big Bopper, uh, all three big rock stars in the 50s crashing in the Midwest um, on February 3rd, 1959. They were in a private plane going to concert. Okay, boom, they're dead. So I asked my staff to research, and that was, you know, these were big guys in the, in the rock and roll, all three of them, Valens, Big Bopper, and Buddy Holly. So I said to myself, give me a list of singers that have, that have died in plane crashes. It's amazing. Glenn Miller, remember the band leader? Okay, Patsy Cline, country singer. Otis Redding, sitting on a dock of the bay, plane crash. Jim Croce, um, members of Leonard Skinner. Rick Nelson, Ricky Nelson, Ozzy and Harriet. Okay, Dean Paul Martin. He was in a, Dean Paul Martin, there's Ricky. Uh, Dean Martin's son, he was in a, he was flying the plane. Um, and John Denver, of course. So, and, and others as well. So, you know, pri- private planes, I take a lot of them. And I, I'm not a bad flyer. I'm not nervous. And the technology now is much, much better than it was in 1959. But today is the day the music died. We'll be back with a lively mail segment and a Super Bowl final thought in a moment. Everything is expensive these days. You know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings, against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD. Or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD. Or text GOLD to 65532. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, let's get to the mail. Louis Creccio, Raleigh, North Carolina. Bill, have you noticed the left as a new term? 
It's called gun violence. Nothing about the bad guys. It's not a new term. Uh, the progressive left always wants to place the blame on the machine, the gun. All right. The mechanism. Never on the person using the gun. Why? Because the progressives believe that America is evil and criminals were forced by our corrupt system to do the violent things they do. That's how crazy that left-wing movement is. Dave Seidler, Whitehall, Pennsylvania. You say Democrats are going to get a beating in the 2022 elections. Imagine this. The Democrats retain both houses of Congress. Will you then admit, O'Reilly, there was voter fraud? I'll admit there was voter fraud when I see the evidence of voter fraud in court or issued by the Justice Department. I've always said there was voter fraud anyway, but not at the level where federal action would be taken. I told, respectfully, Donald Trump to say this on the campaign trail. If I'm reelected, I will appoint a special prosecutor to examine the election of 2020. That's the way you do it. Okay. Uh, 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 Robert, concierge member, we hope everybody checks that out. I would not have suspended Whoopi Goldberg. Instead, I would have brought on a knowledgeable historian. Well, The View brought on uh, the ADL, the Jewish spokesperson, knowledgeable historian. That would be me. They're never going to book me. I wouldn't do on a show anyway. Um, woke American won't tell me who he or she is. The best thing that come out of the Whoopi Goldberg scenario is to end the cancel culture nonsense. If someone says something stupid and they regret it and apologize, we should accept that. I agree. You know, it depends what it is, you know, um, because some apologies are faked. I think many, maybe most apologies are faked. Right out. I grew up on a Nebraska farm eating bacon, sausage, beef, eggs, drinking lots of coffee, and haven't changed my diet a whit, and I'm 84. So maybe that stuff will kill me before I hit 100. Al, congrats, man. But you got to know you're a special guy. You have a special constitution. You eat bad. Bad things are going to happen. But not to everybody. I had a woman growing up in my Levittown neighborhood who was drunk every night. I mean, this woman just blasted the hard stuff down. She lived till she's 80. But a friend of mine died at 37 from alcohol, cirrhosis. Every constitution is different. Patricia, Mr. O'Reilly, while you were reading the food that's bad for you, I am eating plain M&Ms, very tasty. You know, I like the peanut M&Ms because peanuts are actually good for you. But, Patricia, you could, you could be a little uh, flippant on this. But if you're eating those M&Ms every day, you should get a blood test. You should check your blood sugar. Because you don't want to say hello to diabetes. Look at the stats. Diabetes in this country is insane. And it is horrible. So M&Ms once in a while, fine. You eat them every day, get the blood test. Angelo D. Donato, Macomb, Michigan. Bill, you reported that Groundhog is 39% right with the weather. That means he has a better track record than Joe Biden. All right, okay. <laughs> Groundhog. Mark, concierge member, special access to me. Mark, thank you. It's a sad fact that there is a significant percentage of Americans who don't have a clue. They don't watch the news, read the newspapers. 
or they don't even look at the Internet, but they think Biden's doing a good job. It's not everybody in that category, but yeah, 50 percent of the population, I think, knows nothing. Remember the uh, German guy in Hogan's Hero? I know nothing. Joseph White, Miami, Florida. Hey, Bill, just finished Killing the SS. Book was shocking regarding the unconscionable brutality of the Nazi regime. Amazing insight into the absolute horrors of the Holocaust. So if you want to know about it, you got the book. Okay. All right. This is the bulletin of the week. Right. Stand up for your country mugs. Um, This is the best mug in the world. Donald Trump requested politely a dozen of them. I, of course, delivered those to the former president. We ran out before Christmas. We now have them made in America. These mugs are so solid, so beautiful. The message is so great. And they'll last you the rest of your life. It doesn't peel off like a lot of those insignias do. So get them while we have them. We ordered them and get them. And then if you do buy or pre-order killing uh, the killers, you get a free uh, regret your 2020 vote yet. Which we did this in good fun. Good fun. All right, there you go. Word of the day, do not be pawky. P-A-W-K-Y. Back with the Super Bowl final thought in a moment. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, final thought of the day is reported that five, no, one billion dollars in legal betting wagers will be placed on the Super Bowl. One billion. And you got to figure it's five or six illegal, right, with Tony the bookie down the street. So you got the Rams versus the Bengals. No one can predict that game. No one. The spread, as they say, is four. So if you bet the Bengals, you get four points. The Rams have to win by more than four. Okay. Burrow, the young quarterback for Cincinnati, is a little bit better than Stafford, the vet quarterback on the Rams. But that won't matter if the Bengal offensive line can't keep the very ferocious Ram line off Burrow. Cincinnati has better skilled players, although both have tremendous receivers. You can't call the game. So if you want to bet 10 bucks or 20 just to make it interesting with your pals or have a little pool, that's fine. But don't bet the ranch. Nobody can predict this game. I know so many people getting in trouble now with the legalized gambling because every two minutes, Jamie Foxx or somebody's telling you to bet. I mean, come on. 
Even the Manning brothers are doing it. You can really get hurt. Keep it low. Have some fun. I'm not, you know, a prude. But no one can call this game. Thanks for watching the No Spin News. We'll see you on Monday. New column on Sunday. Have a good weekend.